You're listening to episode 68 of the Empath Podcast. Welcome back to the Empath Podcast. I'm your host, Robin, creator of the Empaths in Business program. In today's episode, I'm going to be pulling you in behind the scenes of my launch. So I'm currently in the pre-launch phase of a launch that's running until January. I just thought I kind of want to talk about it. I want to talk about what I'm doing differently than times I've launched in the past and just some things that I feel might really help you help you as well. Before we dive into the episode, just a note to let you know that the Empaths in Business program is going live again very, very soon. To be first to know when the doors open, make sure you join the waitlist at empathsinbusiness.com or just go into the show notes. I'll have the link there as well. But launching. Launching can be such a loaded word. It can be a loaded word if you've tried launching before and you didn't reach the the goal that you had or the results that you wanted. It can be a heavy word if it's your first time launching, if you've heard horror stories about launches, if you're worried about burning yourself out because to launch is to show up quite a bit. There's just a lot around the word. Personally, I've been launching since 2018. That's like more formal launches, like set launches, planned out launches. I've launched things before that. So in 2017, I've launched things like an ebook, but that wasn't a formal launch. So I will say since 2018, that's when I've started to launch my courses. That's the first time I created a course. Since then, it's now 2022. So it's been four years of launching. And I, in my business, I use like a hybrid. So I have some products that are more evergreen. So an evergreen model. And I have my Empaths and Business program that's a live launch. My whole business model isn't around launching. I love to launch. I really enjoy the launch process. I haven't always, every time I've launched, enjoyed the process, especially when I wasn't feeling super creative or no super into my work. But in general, launches to me whether it's launching something for the first time, so building hype around something that you're going to later go in evergreen or launching as part of a cyclic rhythm in your business. Launching to me has just always been such a an opportunity to grow more confident in your work, to show up and build your audience, to be creative, make art. So whether you are currently live launching or you are considering doing a live launch maybe you've seen other people live launch or maybe you are like me with some of my products where you're going to launch as a way to later go evergreen i really hope that there's some things in this episode that you can take away and really strengthen up your launch process as we get into this episode i think it's really important for me to be honest and say that live launches take stamina they also take a lot of planning a live launch is like a if you can imagine your just energy like pulls up and then boom 
Like it explodes and it explodes in a good way. It explodes through creativity and action and showing up and being really present and promoting yourself. And it's all really, really good stuff. But what a lot of people don't know is that a launch is actually on like a three month process. So you have your pre-launch, you have your launch, which is like your active launch. That's when you're actively promoting your work. That's when you're sharing things like what's included, the FAQs, all of that like juicy, juicy stuff. And then there's the post-launch, which is when you wrap things up and you plan for how you're going to create even more success in a later launch. I won't get into like the nitty gritty of that process here because I do share it as an entire class in the Empaths and Business Program, but I do want to say to launch right does require quite a bit of stamina. The reason I really like to launch is because it works so well with my own energy. My energy or my creativity goes into hyperdrive when I have a focus, when I know exactly what it is I'm working towards, which is what a launch is. You set a launch goal and you take the steps to reach that goal in a very linear step-by-step process. But another reason I love to launch is because it works so well with how I flow, which is to be very present and then to retreat and then to be present and then to retreat. And I don't mean retreat like I've been retreating. I mean retreat to like build up my energy again and spend time in my own growth so that I can bring even more to the table and I've found that like that just feels really organic for me it feels really really right so those two reasons are why I love to launch but again my entire business model is not live launches that would be unsustainable for me I also have evergreen even when I'm not launching empaths in business it's available as a self-study program as an evergreen model so I'm selling it evergreen And so I just want to be transparent on that. While launches bring in a lot of revenue all at once, it brings in a lot of students, customers all at once, and it it grows your work in like an explosive way because you're showing up, you're creating content, you're talking about your work. That's all so, so awesome, but it's not how I do things all the time. So with this launch, what I'm doing is I'm copying, pasting what has worked for me over and over and over again, but I'm also integrating the things I've learned about myself over the last few months to make myself even stronger. And one of the ways I'm doing that is really prioritizing my physical health. I've learned that the more I take care of myself physically, the better I'm able to deal with the mental and emotional stuff that comes up through expansion and through selling. So I'm exercising, I'm running regularly, I'm getting good sleep, I'm prioritizing things that help me get better sleep, I'm, I'm eating right. Just the other day, we were at the grocery store and I was like, I'm really into these juices right now and I, I get them almost every time. And so I was like, okay, I, I really want to juice, but no, I'm, I'm not going to get one, I'm getting them so often I need to give myself a little break and then I thought about it and I was like wait you know that the quality of what you put out starts with what you put in and so if you want to be putting out quality content if you want to be thinking really good thoughts it's starting with what you're putting into your body and so let's get the juice and I just thought like while that's such a small small 
small thing to me it was it was really powerful it was like me having this juice now is caring for me in the future the me who might get a little triggered the me who might feel a bit emotional i'm caring for her because when your physical body is strong it can't help but uphold that emotional side that mental side the next thing i do to prepare myself to launch and i did this a couple weeks ago but if you're thinking about a launch please sit down and do this but when you know what day it is that you are going to be going live so when your program opens or when your product is available and you know what your lead up is to that so what your launch is going to look like what months you're going to be actively launching i want you to then go and look up the full moons and look up when you're going to be expecting to have your period when i go to launch I used to be very structured. I used to be like, okay, I'm going to do this many launches a year. Each launch is going to be this. My process these days is a bit different. It's more spontaneous. It's more intuitive. It's more integrated, I think is the way that I would say it. It's like it naturally plans. Like it it kind of just knows what my rhythm is. And so how I will feel is like, okay, I'm feeling, this is how it worked with this launch. I'm really feeling something in January it's there it's in my heart i can feel it and as i sat with it more it's like okay in january it's a launch it's like a pretty feeling i don't know how to describe it but it's like an opening up my heart my energy to other people so i was like it's a launch it's eib it's happening it's happening in january and then from there it's like okay well if it's january well i'm going to backtrack map out this launch and i'm going to start to act on it i didn't have the full three months so I kind of like fast-tracked some of the early pre-launch stuff. One of the most important things was to figure out, okay, when I'm looking at these three months, when are the full moons and when are my periods? Because launches are logical. They're not emotional. It's very much data over drama. And if you get too much in your emotions, you can sabotage yourself really, really badly, which is something I've done before. I've sabotaged through emotion, but I learned from that experience to be very aware of when the the moons are and when my periods are because both of those times a lot's going to come up it's going to be emotional things are going to trigger me so much easier my partner and i every full moon without fail we will have little riffs it's how i know it's a full moon like when something so silly really gets to me and i can look and i'm like wait I bet it's a full moon (laughs) and I look and I'm like oh it's a full moon things just feel so much more intense and bubbled up emotional and you don't want that if you're showing up to write an email and you get all up in your emotions whatever emotions those might be whatever thoughts those might be and you don't send the email you don't want that so you want to be able to look at your calendar and you want to say okay I have an email planned for the I don't know 5th of January so how can I troubleshoot this what can I do to support myself? Is it planning that email in advance, automating it? Is it having someone else send that email for you? Is it just having a little reminder pop up on your computer that says like January 5th period so that you can see and you're like, oh, that's why. That's why that's getting to me. That's why that feels overwhelming. The wild emotions are so beautiful and I strongly advocate for listening to them, tuning into them. They can also be exaggerated. They can also make things that do not matter, feel really, really important. And so we just have to be on top of that when we're launching. The next thing I do when I'm preparing for a launch is more quote-unquote strategy-based. 
But basically, because I've launched so much now, I kind of know what works really well in general. So like a typical launch process. And I know how I've curated that for my own audience, my own community. And so I can kind of go copy and paste. But launches are such an opportunity to grow, to expand. It's really important to me. One of my core needs is progress. And so when I'm sitting down for a launch, I'm mapping out those dependables, you know, the things that I know work. I'm also asking myself, like, what am I doing differently this time? There's two tasks in business. There's the tasks that are the tasks you do to procrastinate on the tasks that you actually need to do. The ones that procrastinating tasks and the tasks that will actually move you forward. I've seen it time and time again with myself, with students how easy it is to just do what feels comfortable or like what you've always done. The things that feel productive, but like they're not actually leading you towards your goals. So what I'll do when I'm planning a launch is I'll figure out, okay, what two things can I do to really expand my own comfort zone, to push my own growth edge, to make progress. The two that I chose for this launch, I actually checked them off during the November challenge. And so now I'm here, I'm about a month from my live date. So it's like, okay, I have a bit of time. Things are in order. What are two more things that I can do? And there's one I've, I started working on today. And it just feels so good to be like, I'm doing the dependables. They feel really good. I know that they work, but I'm also going to try some things. I'm going to experiment. So that's just something sitting with yourself and asking, how can I push myself forward? Like truly push myself outside of my comfort zone. What are two things that I can do? Or even one, if it's just one, one thing. And if it's your first time launching, like the whole thing is outside your comfort zone. And I totally respect that. This is more of a tip for someone who's been doing it maybe once or twice now, or kind of has like a dependable, like I know how the launch works, but I want to, I want to go further. The next thing that I am doing and I typically do in a launch is to eliminate my distractions. This time it's been coming in like really strong around how I've been distracted. I shared about that in the previous episode. The distractions when it comes to a launch are more about the things that are just not in alignment with the goal. Knowing that if you want to get somewhere, you need to convince yourself that's your reality. That's all you want to be seeing in your reality. You don't want things around you that are going to sway you off track. This time of year, it seems everything I'm seeing on Instagram is like everyone's launching something in terms of like New Year's goals and and making the most of 2023. And so it's really important for me to like put those blinders on and not care who's launching what around me because it really doesn't matter what they're launching we create our reality from within and so if i can in my own world be the only one launching something if i can be the only one who has something that people cannot wait to flock to well i'm going to create that reality i know a lot of people maybe don't talk about this part of it but you have to really remember that it really doesn't matter what anyone around you is doing. You're creating your own reality. What you're experiencing on the outside is what you're feeling on the inside. If I have the blinders up and to me no one else is launching, well, I'm going to act very different than if I don't have them up and I look around me and I see everyone is launching. And the everyone is launching, like that's very sister wound stuff. I shared about this in the November Challenge Meetup, but the sisterhood wound, the sister wound, it's been coming up so strong for me in my reality 
It was always the one I was like, I totally faced persecution. I've absolutely had to deal with the mother wound, but the sister wound, that's something that's like not come into my reality. Like I've always just been in my own lane. I've always just done what I want to do. Now it's here. It's not as bad. Definitely over the past month, I've like dealt with it, but I would say like through the summer and early fall, it almost made me just want to be like, gosh, the world is so loud. There's so many people doing what I want to do. And that's totally the sister wound. And I've seen that in students. Like I've seen students be like, I can't launch my crystal shop because there's so many people with crystal shop or who am I to start running breathwork classes or how am I going to put myself out there as an artist, a visual artist, a painter, if everyone's putting themselves out there as a painter. We get very immersed in the worlds that we are in, like the, the industries we're in. If you're an aromatherapist, well, you're, you're heavily in that world, in that industry, and you're liking different posts that have to do with being an aromatherapist. And so the platforms, they send you more of that. That's how it works. And so we have to very intentionally remember that even if there's a million people in the world doing what you're doing, only you are doing it your way. Just put those blinders up. It's a really important process so that you're acting from a space of I have really good work to be sharing with people rather than, oh my gosh, everyone is doing this work. Where do I fit in? And that questioning piece and that doubt. From that mindset, you're only going to take actions that don't lead you to your goals. We want to be taking actions that do lead you to your goals. I have in my, my podcast studio, I put up a little shelf and on the shelf, I put in two little hermit crab shells and also some throat chakra stones. Because what the energy of this round of EIB, what I really want to be reminded of is the importance of creating a safe space for people to show up and express themselves, to put their work in the world. And so if I'm looking at that, I'm remembering what's the bigger purpose behind me running this program. And that helps me to stay really, really focused too. So what are those visual cues? I recently read a or listened to a book on the subconscious mind. It was called Subliminal, and it's all about the subliminal messages around us, and it's amazing how much our brains take in of like our, our surroundings, whether it's our surroundings online, our surroundings in our physical spaces. So curate your spaces to be very supportive of the goal that you have for your launch, rather than just leaving it all up to chance and, you know, just doing with what you got. You gotta be intentional, especially as an empath. And a final word on like this one is as I get closer into my launch, I'll be making an altar. I'm not sure what it will look like this time. It's looked different every launch that I've done. Maybe it'll be different crystals, but it will represent the, the, the capacity that I have. So for every student I can support that I'm wanting to call into the program, I will put down a crystal and I will start to really use that as a focus for my energy. Altars are really, really cool. They're, they're really powerful. I think I'll be making mine around the winter solstice just because that lines up really well with my launch. But it's a way to get creative and to signal to yourself the energy that you want to be be creating. A final, final one in terms of like the distractions and like focusing your energy is to have your affirmations. I have things that I will say if my partner's like, how's your day going? And it's like, oh, it's going amazing. I'm making the best content to draw to me, to draw to my website, the people who are most meant to be in this round of the program. 
And just saying those things like repetitively as a way of describing how your days are going, well, you're paving some powerful pathways. To close out this episode, the final thing I will talk about as what I'm doing in this pre-launch phase, how I'm preparing to launch, is falling more and more in love with my work. Selling simply shows how confident you are in your products and your services. To be able to sell, you need to be confident. I did an episode on this in the summer when I was working on my own confidence. I want to say it's like episode 60 three or 64 the title is something about a simple shift to create more sales in your business because in it i'm talking about simple shifts to create more confidence and when you create more confidence you naturally sell more and want to promote yourself and when you're naturally selling more and wanting to promote yourself well you're naturally booking more clients or making more sales so part of this preparing to launch is going back through the program myself that's something I, I like to do. I even went in there to learn from myself, to go into some past modules. It's talking with students, people who've been through it. It's reading testimonials. And this one was interesting this time because the other day I was getting some past students to send over some testimonials and I found myself like resisting opening their emails. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? It's like I'm res- I, I know what they're gonna say. Like I, I know these students, I know the changes that they've had. I know like I know it. It's not like I'm opening a scary email. I know how lovely it's gonna be. Yet I was procrastinating. I was like, I'll get to that email later or open it later. And I'm like, Robin, why aren't you letting this good in? Like why aren't you receiving these testimonials? Why aren't you letting people love your work? And I was like, right let's let them love my work and so i opened them i shared some with my partner and it just it, it, it strengthens that confidence i'm a big believer in validating yourself in doing the things you need to do to know how worthy you are because worthiness doesn't come naturally to all of us we don't all feel so good in our gifts and even if we're feeling so good and so high in our gifts we may forget that for a little while so making the time carving out the time to really build up the confidence in yourself will help you astronomically in your launch so with that i hope you enjoyed kind of coming in behind the scenes of my launch don't forget empaths in business is starting again soon empathsinbusiness.com to join the waitlist so that you can get the email when the doors open for enrollment if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast and head over to apple podcasts and leave a review when you write reviews it tells the podcast platforms that you enjoy the podcast and then it sends the podcast out into more lives so you leaving reviews really 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 helps the podcast grow another way you can share this podcast is just taking a screenshot of you listening right now and sharing it over on your stories don't forget to tag me i'm at the diary of an empath and yeah i also just really look forward to seeing those over there as well with that i hope you have the most beautiful day and yeah we'll talk soon
in orbit.